Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? presents in association with Sterling Creations and VIP Tech The Mental Stretch with your host Donna Jodden Hello there, everybody. My name is Donna Jill Jodham, and welcome to my second show of Your Mental Stretch with Donna. Hey, you know, this is the merry month of May, as they say. We've had a bit of a rough winter, and old man winter even dared to come in and invade our privacy for April. But hopefully May is going to be a better month. And I am just delighted to be here with you for a second month. And I'd like to thank my friend Victor Guvia. Thank you, Victor, for giving me this opportunity to express my ideas and share some of the strategies that I have developed over the years in order to help myself deal with all kinds of uh, situations, you know, like things like anxiety, stress, you know, panic attacks, things like that. I have tried so many things over the years, and what I find is this. People are so focused on all kinds of stretches, stretches for the legs, the back, the neck, the head, the stomach. But what about our mental stretches? What about stretches that will enable us to take better care of our mental psyche, to take better care of our mental, you know, demeanor, and to make sure that we can function properly, that we can think properly, that we can get rid of all the clutter and all the cobwebs. And my mental stretch, I think, is one of the easiest strategies that I have developed because it enables me and it enables my friends and associates to do things such as clear your minds and imaginations of cobwebs and clutter and to spark and stimulate your creative juices. You know, the mind is a very funny thing. And if the mind is not clear of clutter and cobwebs, it's going to be awfully, awfully difficult to do much more as you progress through the day. And you know something else? My mental stretch is one where it can be done at any time of the day. It can last for as many minutes as you want it to last. It can, you know, you can do it first thing in the morning. I do it first thing in the morning. You can do it before breakfast, after breakfast, mid-morning, lunchtime, after lunch, mid-afternoon, before supper, after supper, before bedtime. It is a very, very, very flexible strategy which I have developed and which I have gotten some very good feedback um, from all kinds of folks around the world. And I want to thank those who have already um, come in to give me your feedback, your thoughts, and your suggestions. And if you want to know more, or if you want to 
um, interact directly with me, reach out to me, you can do so by writing to me at donnajohnhan at gmail.com. It's D-O-N-N-A-J-O-D-H-A-N at gmail.com. And I will be providing show notes for this at the end of this all, and Victor will be posting these show notes for you. So what is my mental stretch all about? As I said, it is based on the MIC principle. What does that really mean? It's based on the clearing of the mind and the imagination of clutter and cobwebs and to spark and stimulate your, your creative juices. I use a different sense to do this. So it could be the sense of hearing, the sense of smell, the sense of touch, the sense of taste. You can combine all of these senses into different ways of, you know, doing this. So, for as an example, you can use a sense of smell in combination with the sense of hearing, sense of touch in com- combination with the sense of smell, and so on and so on. And don't forget that you can always include the sense of sight. The sense of sight is extremely, extremely important. And as a matter of fact, all the senses are extremely, extremely important. So I focus on a different sense at a time. And I will give you examples as to how you can use these senses to stretch, 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 your do a mental stretch for your mental uh, well-being. Okay? All right. So let's concentrate now on what we are going to do for this month of May. And I will tell you that some folks have already said to me that it, in order to, or in addition to having the mental stretch, we can have a mental de-stress, which I like very much because, you know, we do the mental stretch whenever you run into situations of anxiety, of stress, you know, when moments creep up on us whereby, you know, we get all cluttered up and all, you know, knotted because things happen to us. You know, like when the baby cries, when we're late for an appointment, when we've burnt our supper, when, you know, friends and family are coming over and we get got to prepare for their visit, when people don't show up on time, things like that. So, you know, my mental stretch is meant to help in all of these situations. And as an author, blogger, advocate, um, dinner mystery producer and writer, as an entrepreneur, as a law graduate, and as a podcast entertainer or podcast commentator, I've had to develop all of these, I had to develop this type of strategy to deal with all of these different roles that I engage in. I mean, it's not easy. 
But trust me when I tell you that over the years I have been able to manage my stress and to use my mental stretch to do this. So if we're ready, we're going to get started with this. Okay? All right, so here we go. First of all, <clears throat> I'm going to show you for this month how to use your sense of hearing, all right, to engage in my mental stretch. All right. It's all about music and using some of your favorite songs to help you relax, recharge, and regurgitate. So think of some of your favorite songs that you like. It could be by Mariah Carey. It could be by, El be by Elton John. It could be by some of the more uh, recent groups, such as The Weeknd or, or anything like that. But I usually relax with, with nice, easy, easy rock or easy classic music. Um, I really like Mariah Carey. I like Susan Boyle. You see, I'm dating myself here with all of the songs or favorite songs that I like. How about Andy Williams? I guess a lot of you have never heard of good old Andy. He's passed on now, but he's another good, easygoing listening uh, that you could attempt to listen to. Engelbert Humperdinck. Celine Dion, my favorite girl. I really like her music as well. Frank Sinatra. Uh, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis. I can name a lot of different uh, singers who have favorite songs for you to listen to. And like I said, don't hesitate to even listen to some of the more modern beats like Justin Bieber, like Shawn Mendes, people like that. They all have something to share with you. Um, and Sean, why not? All right, so, you know, these types of favorite music bring out emotions. And you'd be amazed to know that how these emotions can really be the driver when it comes to clearing the mind and the imagination of clutter and cobwebs and sparking and stimulating your creative juices. I find that emotions really, really help. And, you know, one of the songs that really drives my emotions to clear my mind and imagination <coughs> is by Lionel Richie, uh, Through the Years, it's called. Oh my gosh, I really, really love this. Or even Kenny Rogers, and she believes in me. <coughs> so let's give that a try, okay? So it brings out a lot of memories when you listen to your favorite songs. It really, it brings out both your emotions and brings out a lot of happy memories. Yes, from time to time you may have sad memories, but nothing wrong in, you know, sort of lingering a bit in your sad memories. At least, you know, you have it there, but don't dwell on it. Don't dwell on it. All right? So... If you'd like to know more about using your sense of hearing, all right, please do so by sending me an email to 
Donna Jodhan, D-O-N-N-A-J-O-T-H-A-N at gmail.com. Okay? This is all about using the sense of hearing. All right. So let's go now to using the sense of smell. All right? All right. You have to be able to use the sense of smell in a way that will tickle your nostrils. And when I say tickle your nostrils, it means that you would be using the sense of smell to help you breathe freely. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe freely, folks. And the sense of smell often brings out another sense to you. It could be the sense of sight, okay? So if you smell something, try to visualize what it is. The sense of smell encourages a lot of action. You know, like, you'd be amazed to know if you smell something, it really gives a jolt to your body, gives a jolt to your mind and, and your imagination and helps to spark and stimulate your creative juices. Yeah, the sense of smell, okay? It inspires creation. Think of smelling all kinds of things. You know, you smell roses, you smell cut grass, you smell anything that enables you to open up. Open up your mind. Open up your imagination. Open up your creative juices. Trust me when I tell you. So now, if you smell a rose, think of seeing that rose or that flower, the gentle little petals. And you can even use a sense of touch to help you. So you can touch it, smell it, and see it. And in the case of cut grass, again, you can smell it, you can go out and touch the grass. Oh, yes, you can for the month of May. And you can see the color of the touch of grass. Sorry, the color of grass. Green. Green. And in the case of flowers, look at the, think of the colors that you can see. So you have your sense of smell as the predominant um, sense that I'm using today. And then you can add on the sense of touch and the sense of sight. All right? Again, if you'd like to know more about this portion of my show, using the sense of smell, send me an email to Donna Jodhan, D-O-N-N-A-J-O-D-H-A-N, at gmail.com. Okay? All right. For the next segment of my mental stretch, how about using the sense of taste? You know, a lot of people take the sense of taste for granted. Don't do that. You would be amazed to know how the sense of taste can help you to have a good mental stretch, a good solid mental stretch, okay? So, you need to you think of this. Wake up your palate with a sweet tasting, something that is sweet and something that tastes sweet. Anything, 
It could be a nice glass of wine that, you know, wakes you up. It could be something as simple as a glass of cold ice Coke. I know a lot of people don't drink Coke, but okay, well, what about a glass of cool lemonade with ice floating at the top? And again, you can use your sense of touch to, you know, touch the cool glass, okay? Sense of sight to envision the glass of lemonade standing in front of you. Put your hands around the glass of lemonade. Sip it slowly. Savor the taste of the sweet lemonade. Think of envisioning the glass of lemonade. You can even smell the lemonade. So I see uh, different senses play their part in the sense of smell. Now remember the sense of smell. Sorry, the sense of taste is your dominant uh, sense for this section. But the sense of taste, although it's a dominant sense in this section, you can use a sense of touch and the sense of sight. Okay? Of course, you can go further and think of it like this. Why not use a sense of hearing as well? Think of it this way. As you drink your lemonade or your drink, your, you know, your glass of wine, think of stirring some ice into your drink and you could, you know, like roll it around and hear the sense, sorry, hear the ice moving around in your glass. Okay? All right. So how about something creamy? Yeah, something creamy. What do you think could be creamy that would wake up your sense of taste? Hmm. I could think of something creamy. I like lemon cream cookies filled with lemon and cream. That wakes up my sense of taste. Again, think of crunch, crunch, crunch. That's a sense of hearing. And think of visualizing these lovely cookies on a plate in front of you. So again, the sense of taste is your dominant sense for this segment. Think of, you know, biting into those creamy cookies. Think of visualizing the cookies on your plate. And then think of smelling them as well. Okay. And the sense of hearing can also play a part. As you crunch, you can hear yourself crunching, crunching, crunching. Something savory. Well, you know, all of us prefer things, different things that are savory. And all I can tell you here is that when something is savory, you may think that it does not tickle the palate as effectively as if it's sweet or as if it's spicy. You know, something savory would do. I'm not going to give you an example of something savory because everybody has things in different ways that are savory. Or maybe if I could think of it, I would say something savory would be... Hmm... Maybe... Some sort of pastry that is plain pastry that you could, you know, bite into that is savory. Not too sweet, not too salt, just right. Okay? So, 
You want to learn more about using the sense of taste? Send me an email to Donna Jodhan, D-O-N-N-A-J-O-D-H-A-N at gmail.com. Okay? All right, so for the fourth segment of our show, we're going to utilize the sense of touch. Okay? All right. The sense of touch. You know, don't laugh at this suggestion. The sense of touch. Give a touch to your pet. Run your fingers down his back or her back. Pat his or her head. Run your fingers gently along his or her tail. You'd be amazed to know, and I've done this a lot of times with my pet dogs or my, you know, I've run my fingers into their fur and it really, really gives a jolt to my imagination and my mind. And I could even feel my body relaxing as I touched my pet. Yes, indeed. A wonderful technique by using the sense of touch. And at the same time, use your sense of sight to visualize your pet and use your sense of hearing to hear your pet as he or she barks he or she you know greets you with joys of cries cries of joy sorry and think of your cat just meowing gently at your feet Think of flowers, nice and soft, the sense of touch. You touch your flowers, touch the petals gently. You'd be amazed to know how this sense of touch can help to recharge and regenerate you. And you can feel your body relaxing. And then use your sense of sight to visualize what these flowers look like. Different colors play a part. You know, the, the color red, for example, can help to excite you. Blue can relax you. Yellow can make you feel sunny and warm. Purple can get you to really think of something to do. Again, touch the grass, okay? Touch the grass nice and damp in the morning, sort of fresh at mid-morning, and, you know, you can smell the grass. You can visualize the grass. But the main and dominant sense in my example here is the sense of touch. Okay? All right. I hope that my mental stretch is helping you, and I hope that you send me your thoughts, your suggestions, and your feedback for what's happening here. And I always look forward, you know, to receiving your thoughts, your suggestions, your comments, because it is only through you and with you that I could make adjustments and improvements to my mental stretch. So before I leave you for this month, I have a brain teaser for you, okay? All right, so let's think of this. 
What is your favorite soup? I am not a lover of soup, but over the years I've grown to like some special types of soup. Nothing, you know, something simple. Grain of mushroom soup is one thing. Grain of bacon and potato soup is another thing. Uh, the hot and sour soup that you find in most Chinese restaurants is nice and spicy is another thing. So think of this. What is your favorite soup? And there's also the good old gazpacho soup, the Mexican soup that really goes over very well in the spring and summer, most of all, because it's nice and cool. All right, folks, <clears throat> this is it for me for this month. Again, I apologize for last month's coughing fits. I hope I've done better this month. And I look forward to being with you for the month of June. In the meantime, you take care. Have a wonderful day. Have a good rest of the week. Have a terrific month of May. And we'll see you in June. Thank you, Victor. And bye for now. You can catch the mental stretch on the first of every month on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway?